good. Well, we got a bomb here if you want to uh, light up. Yeah, but rub my fucking hand really quick. Okay. Yeah. yeah we're live. Well, can you pass here? Oh, yeah, totally. I got uh, too much firewood in there right now. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, I love it. Uh, thanks for coming, man. It's freaking awesome well, to have you here. Thanks, thanks for coming. Yeah, I really appreciate it. Uh, okay. Uh, so here we are, everybody, again for another episode of Canadian Talk, episode seven. We're here with Dusty from Bad Ideas, Good Stories. You got good it. Good Stories, Bad Ideas. Uh, brought him in here because I loved his podcast. Um, you know, the studio's leaking today. We got crazy, shitty weather. Nothing's going right, but we're here, right? Woo! Well, it's funny when you mentioned, like, you're like, well, the weather kind of sucks today. Do you want to do it on a nicer night? And I'm like, yeah. fucking indoors, right? What are you talking about? It's indoors, baby. Like, yeah. I get it, yeah. Okay, you didn't, know, you didn't realize my, my yeah. shack leak. Yeah, no, I, uh, I appreciate this, though. It's, it's yeah. actually quite cozy. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah fire cam is an excellent idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sorry I had to reschedule on you the first time. I, I told the story, actually, on my episode oh, five really? podcast. I uh, woke up in the morning, shit my pants. <laughs> just, like, what? What just happened? Like, not metaphorically shit your pants, no, like physically, physically literally shit your pants. Wake up, running to the bathroom, sprinting in the nude to the bathroom, <laughs> all of a sudden, whoo, just leaving trails. Yeah. Oh my fuck. That's oh, it was rough. It that was rough. So, um, so, just, so you have a, a podcast here in the city, which there is none of, so I wanted to start start with that. Um, I absolutely love it. You uh, talk with your, your buddy there, mm-hmm. Dusty and, uh, and Pat. Uh, both of you. I, I love I love Pat. Um, too bad he couldn't come. I can see why you, you have him as a partner yeah. on your show. Cause he's a man, nice, can uh, he riff? He's a nice balance for me. Yeah, he's but, smart. And he's smart. He's, he's an intelligent dude, and he likes to read. Yeah. And I like to fuck around. You know, yep. so yep. it's like it's a nice balance. Mm-hmm. And uh, and yeah, we both kind of. I think we both kind of keep each other like, honest. Like we've been friends for quite a few years, and it's it's funny in like our our group of uh, our kind of circle of friends. It's like we're the ones who can keep the other one in check. You know what I mean? Everybody's like, I've never really seen anybody operate with Pat the way you do. Like, I've never really ever seen anybody operate with Dusty the way you do, Pat. Like, oh, so it's it's a good fit. It was like fucking yeah, brothers that just spent like twenty years apart and then eventually met up. Yeah. And his brother Graham is like legitimately one of my favorite people in the entire world. Mm-hmm. Every chance I get to see him, I'm like, fuck yeah. This so is how a good long have you guys known each other for? Uh, let me think here. I guess I've known Pat probably. 16, 17 years or so. 17 years. Yeah, like he like he grew up in Saskatoon, so he's got, you yeah. know, lots of ties to people here. And you grew up in that small town. Yeah, right? Carrot River. Carrot River, yeah. What, what? Cool. <laughs> yeah, Rip Shout out to the Carrot River. Yeah, Carrot River, um, Saskatchewan. So how did you guys uh, meet each other? On Croc. Uh, he had, uh, he had uh, a little show ca- uh, shop called Johnny Rumble. It sold, like, punk and rockabilly, kind of like paraphernalia, along with his little tattoo shop. And uh, when I'd first come to the city, I just remember going in there and like buying shit. And then a buddy and I started a little skateboard company for a bit. Cool. And uh, and our thing was like we kind of we knew it was gonna be kind of niche and small. We weren't expecting to be a big thing. So we're like, well, let's sell in places where it's like like when you go into a I love going into a skate shop and buying CDs. You know what I mean? I go to buy a skateboard and I'm like, oh fuck, it's sweet punk rock. Yep. You know? Yep. Or if I'm going into a into a music store and somebody's got a skateboard on the wall yep. and maybe it's even kind of like graphically it's about music or fucking whatever. Yeah. That might be something I'm gonna snag, you know. Yeah. So that's kind of the thing. Like, let's put these in places where you normally wouldn't. And Pat was down with that. He didn't sell skateboards, but he was like, "Oh fuck, I'll throw some skateboards up yeah. on the wall." How old were you when you started listening to punk rock? Oh, 13. 13. First time. What's I'm your and what was your first band you listened to? Who's okay. your favorite? The first, the first song I ever heard that I was like, "Oh fuck, I I I, lo- I need to know more about this." Was Linoleum by No Effects. It was the first song on Punk and Drub. I remember this day vividly actually. I was uh, at my uh, my grandpa's place, and uh, I was with my uh, my mom's. Uh, stepbrother, I guess, and he was just a couple years older than me, because they just 
big gap in grandpa and the new wife's the age, you know, and then she had younger kids and shit. So, like, I had an aunt that was younger than me by a couple of years, okay. which was odd. But anyway, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, remember him, weird, yeah. I remember him putting this tape in, and then, like, just, just that first part of Linoleum, I'm like, oh, my fuck, like, I need this, you know? Yeah. And, like, I'd been getting into, like, harder music, you know, because yeah. I grew up on, like, Did rock and roll. Did you play any sports? Uh, well, I played ball and hockey when I was a kid. Ball and hockey? Yeah. How, many, yeah. how uh, long did you play hockey? When did you quit? Uh, well, I was young. Like, I was... 11 maybe probably 11, 11 or 12 like played, still, uh, I started when I was like 3 or 4 you know like everybody does yeah standard that. yeah around yeah. here like well everybody. I can barely skate still yeah like it's embarrassing I uh I uh yeah I can do it I can I can skate but that's fucking garbage you yeah. know like I'm not not pulling any maneuvers out there fair enough fair yeah. enough um yeah no I uh that's, that's good to hear a little bit of uh where you came from there Carrot River eh? where that's in is that in Saskatchewan it is in Saskatchewan just barely yeah it's yeah. you can't go a whole lot further northeast than that and still, there's uh, like, well, further north. I mean, there's like there's Cumberland House and the Rons, but like, going further east, you pretty much hit the top. I remember correctly, and that's Manitoba, mm. whole mm. different province, if you will. Mm -hmm. um, um, so Carrot River probably just had one high school. Yeah, we just had the one high school and one elementary school, and, and yeah, it was fucking. It was actually a pretty dope place to grow up because uh, fuck, we got a, we got away with a lot of stuff back then, and yeah. Uh, yeah. So what was it? Sorry to interrupt. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into it. I'm like wistfully looking back in time, 25 years. I fucking remember. We did a lot of things when we were kids. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, when I was a kid, it was just horrible. I used to throw things at cars, and I would yeah. throw. Uh, my, my personal favorite was the paint grenade. Have you ever heard of that? <laughs> yeah, yeah they, they make those. I would yeah. throw those in places they shouldn't be. Wait, so did um, you grow up in Saskatoon? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah. So, um, uh, so what was it? Uh, so when you listened to punk music when you were 13. Mm -hmm. What was it about that? That what 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 did what did you like about it? What did it mm -hmm. feel like? What did it feel like in a release? Yeah, well, you know, what, no, it felt like it, <laughs> it. It felt like a really well-fitting sweater or something that I just. I, I, it was made for me. It was custom made for me. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? It was it was the right kind of energy. It was most of it was at least a little sarcastic and kind of smart. And as soon as you started reading the lyrics for a lot of it, like Bad Religion or even Good Riddance, a lot of these like. You know, intelligent and political. So you like the lyrics man. that they're that they're political too, it, it, and well, there's it, a bit of proper calibrated outrage to the music. Not fake proper bullshit, like calibrated outrage. Yeah, like yeah. It. Well, even a lot of like, cause I I listened to. Okay, so when I growing up, uh, my mom was into rock and roll, so she always had like Meatloaf was like fucking one of my all time favorites of all time. Like, yeah. Bad Out of Hell is an absolutely incredible yeah. album, and anybody who hasn't ever listened to it, because apparently there's people that haven't. Go fucking listen to the whole album. Okay. Bad out of hell by Meatloaf. You will not regret it. Okay. And the B side is so much fucking actually, better than the A side. I think I actually have heard that. That's, it, that's a super famous song. It, isn't it's it? like the yeah, like the song is yeah. and then he paired up with the dashboard light is, but there's some fucking cuts on the backside that are not like the, the back side of the song you mean like, like the, the B side. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, uh, oh okay, gotcha, gotcha. Took the words sorry, right I'm not in, I'm not a huge so music head, so I'm not into the lingo. Oh sorry, I'm I'm picturing the legitimate record because that's like I know you are. That's why it's like the B side, the back side. That's why I was like track eight, you know the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Backside yeah. of what? Yeah. What's in that coffee? Yeah. No, uh, <laughs> no, so like that, and like she, I remember she had like Quiet Riot and fucking Alice Cooper and shit like that, and so then I was already kind of into that, and then I got into like like heavier like metal for a while, because I just liked the energy, and but it never really, like the aggression was like, yeah, it was just not my type, you know? And then when I got with Punk, I'm like, oh, I get it now. I'm more of a throw a brick kind of guy than a fucking smash, smash, smash kind of guy, you know? Okay, <laughs> so okay, yeah, cool. Hit that thing. Cool. No, I totally get it. Totally get it. I felt that way about, you know, about hockey, probably, ah. or maybe about math. Really? Yeah. That is interesting. Yeah. Those yeah. are just worlds that just as soon as you got in, you'd be like, oh, this is where I'm supposed to be. Yeah, yeah. If there ah. was, jo I would be a mathematician if there was jobs. Like sure. that's that's kind of the what I do. Yeah, like I, uh, 
I uh, have an engineering degree, so that's pretty much what I did for my first little bit of my career. And then just uh, made a little bit of money at that, bought properties, retired. Atta boy. So if anybody else is paying attention again, fucking do that. Don't do that. <laughs> if you guys want to see the opposite end of the spectrum, we just found out there's 10 years difference between us. I do not have a career. I sell meat door to door, and I used to be a vegetarian. Now I'm a huge hypocrite and fucking idiot. And I live in other people's basements. So. Oh shit, dude. We're done, right? Is it over? Is it over? <laughs> we definitely have a good 10 minute clip. Oh shit. What was I saying? No, I totally fine. forgot what I was saying. So you were you were emasculating me in front of your eyes. <laughs> That's what you were doing. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, I was talking about engineering, uh, math. Yeah, so yeah, I did some engineering. Well, that is interesting to me, though. Like yeah, yeah. Mathematician, that's something. That's what like, I like. That's that's one, the way that you, the way that punk punk music made yeah. you feel. Yeah. Uh, math made me feel that way. Why? See, and for me, like clearly, like if, if you consider yourself retired, I'm like, well, did you be a mathematician? Am I? You know what I mean? Like, if it's you're worried about, about jobs, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, I, I can't be paid. Okay, well, then yeah. you're not being paid now. Do that, yeah. right? Like, yeah. I, I know I can think of one person off the top of my head specifically that would like love to be a librarian. Like, just, yeah. I just would love to do that. Uh, you know, I just want to live in a yeah. live in a fucking uh, live in a library. I'm like, yeah. Oh, you can do that. Let's go find a spot. Like, you know I, I wouldn't mean? mind being a librarian. You know? like, if libraries, if you didn't have to read the book, I would be a librarian. Yeah. Like if they were all audio books, mm. that would be more my thing. You know, I hate reading. Not a big book. Book. I hate reading. Yeah. So yeah, maybe librarian isn't for you. I'm sorry. This just reminds me. You're talking about telling me. I was having this conversation with this uh, this customer about uh, we had these like vegetarian burgers and. Uh, and which is odd for a meat truck, but anyways, uh, she was. I was explaining them to her, and she goes, "Well, I you know I kind of like the bean ones, and I like, you know, I don't like this." And I said, "Well, these ones are great because most people find that they don't even really notice the difference. They, they taste so much like meat." And she goes, "Oh, I don't like meat. It tastes like that." And I'm like, "You're in a meat shop." Well, no, not, well, no, but like I'm driving around to her house. That's what I do. I drive around a little vehicle, like the old Schwann's guy, but it's smaller and sleeker. And anyways, none of that's important. Uh, so I'm explaining the, the difference in these burgers to her, and I. And she goes, no, I don't like that they taste really like meat like that. And I kind of prefer that they're beans. And I don't really like the bun. And I'm like, I don't think you like a burger, lady. Like, by the time we get to the end of this, I'm like, you keep being like, I want a burger. I'm like, okay, cool. This is like a burger, but it's got no meat. And she's like, no, I don't like that. Lose yeah. the bun, lose the cheese, lose the patty. Just Fuck, go you want a of beans on the oven already. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just like, that's a burger. Yeah, that's what I was talking all about. All you have is, is a, a meal here that's made of beans mm -hmm. to make it look like a burger, like a veggie burger. Yep. Yeah, that, the whole, the whole movement. The whole movement of that of that is is something that's baffling to me. We could talk for hours just about that alone, I imagine. Of uh, like vegetarian, to us, uh, the whole veg. Well, yeah. well, why? Well, do you are you vegetarian? Uh, well, okay, I was for like like six years, legit, legit, okay, and okay. then just the last year, uh, due to <laughs> depression and self-loathing, I uh, yeah. haven't been yeah. as as much as I would like to be. I still yeah. try not to go and actively buy meat, but I'll still fucking yeah. eat it. Yeah, and, uh, and yeah, and I actually, I have a, if you want to talk about it, we can talk about that real quick. I know it's kind of a touchy subject for lots of people, depression. but but I've uh, no, I, well, depression and then not eating meat because I know okay, lots one, of people. One. As as I've already talked about depression. It was, up, like so. an, it was like an instant, like we have to fight moment, and like I kind of yeah. got to a point where I was like, okay, this is how I explain it, and there's no real fight involved. Because yeah, yeah. Let's it's talk a, about it's the not meat a thing. Bunch yeah. of whatever, but yeah, okay. So for me, was it was it was a multi-part thing, it, and it was and it was steps. I didn't just like boom, I'm not eating meat anymore. It was a gradual thing, and like even. Now I can still see myself going back to a point where I eat almost no meat whatsoever because I've found so many alternatives to it 
for the things that I enjoyed, like like burgers or chicken wings and shit like that. But I just like the texture, I like the taste, I like whatever. I don't really care what it is. Yep. If it if it does the thing I want it to, mm-hmm. and like that good eats here in town. Oh, I love I that ch- place. I challenge you to find a better fucking chicken burger in the world than that one. It's yeah. incredible. And there's no chicken there. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. You know, so with stuff like you that. Eat eggs? Did you when you were well, a I, I was still eating eggs. Well, okay, so I'm getting the philosophy on that, I guess, right? Yeah. So part of it was physical because when I was 30, uh, and I guess oh. I worked as a snowboard instructor actually for like. This was this was my twentieth year now, like so I haven't cool. done it every single season. Which but uh, Wapiti Valley was like gotcha. one of the big ones that I was there last. But I worked at a black shop before it shut down. And yep. And in the little uh, little Kinsman uh, Hill here in town, actually, it's when I was doing lessons, and it was it'll be fucking fun. If you want to oh, teach cool. your kids how to ski or snowboard, take them up there for an afternoon, yep. Yep. and then take them someplace else where it's way more expensive and a much longer drive and yep. a way shittier day. You don't have to you don't have to have that first shitty experience Man. where it's costing you six times. Can you believe the, the lift ticket prices in the Rockies? Have you ever been like oh, up to the yeah. Rockies and stuff? It's outrageous. Hundred dollars a day. Yeah. Come on. It's outrageous. Come on. Yeah. And um, I mean, I like I do get there's a massive amount to maintain with that, but like, yeah, it, it seems disproportionate, especially for the amount of people you're putting through. Yeah. But what what the fuck do I know? Yeah. They I guess they got they've got a short season, so it's you know, true. They got to get their money. That's in. a lot of people. Yeah, they don't think about that too. Is it, it does you really have to, well, and that's something I'm just putting that out there too. Anybody's listening, Wapiti Valley, let's start getting something going. Where we can have uh, summertime events out there. I've been saying this for twenty fucking years. Oh since yeah, and like some mountain biking, some mountain biking. That's what I'm saying. Let's let's yeah. make this a like three three year park because it's a, it's a gorgeous. Yeah. If anybody hasn't been, even just go up there for a drive in the summertime. It's absolutely yeah. gorgeous. It's just right as by good the as table. Hey, that's people, I I people don't know the vibe, honestly. Yeah. And like the chalet is really cool because it's yeah. an old log cabin. Like they it's yeah. all built from real hand hewn logs, and there's yeah. big elk in the fucking bar. You know, like it's it's a it's a it's a gem. Mm-hmm. And any of my buddies from Saskatoon actually that always grew up going out to a table that I've managed to convince to get out there yep. are like, well, this is just where I'm going to go from now on. Mm-hmm. You know, like not to speak out to the bike, but I appreciate having ski over town. I just, I got real connection to that one. Yeah, it almost feels a little glady. Like, uh, table is just, there's no trees, it's just big, fat runs. Mm-hmm. Whereas Wapiti has a little bit of trees, some trees you can kind of weave in and out of, so it yeah, makes it feel a little bit... They've been working on trying to integrate that yeah. more too. Yeah, yeah, clean out some of the shittier yeah. stuff so you can actually get in there and ride a little bit. Yeah. And, but Table has always put in a really great train park. If a person likes, you know, like that, that's your scene. They, they are yeah. great for that, and that's something Wapi's been trying to work on. And mm-hmm. working with uh, 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 Propaganda Board Shop out of uh, PA there, uh, those guys are always out there fucking setting shit up and doing contests and really keeping it going, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. So, um, you play poker? Every once in a while. I've been known to dabble with your friends, or it's well, I'm actually, I, well, no, back in the back in the big fucking poker boom of '06 there, whenever it was, when everybody was playing fucking Texas Hold'em, I remember yeah, playing a fucking online poker, that and I lived with like four guys at the time, so like you, you could have a poker game every day if you wanted to, and so I had my best friend loved heading out to the casino, so we were in Vegas actually one time for uh, punk rock bowling. And uh, he was very fucking into poker, so he's like, you gotta play, play in this tournament. And I ended up winning this one tournament. It wasn't big, it was 30 people or whatever, eh? But I was like, well, fuck, that doesn't happen every day. Yeah. So, yeah, it was an ex- extra, on top of an excellent trip. Yeah, that's that's one of the first things I applied math to. And, oh, to uh, poker. Yeah, and had, had a lot of success with. Well, it's, it is, I, I mean, there's luck to anything, right? But, I mean, there's so much more tactics and skills when you actually understand, like, how fucking numbers work, I think. Like, yeah. I had a buddy who was playing so much online poker and again it was I don't know if you play much online poker but you nope. play multiple table kind of shit and yep. you can just you know just play boss hands and fold everything else and by just playing enough hands eventually you can get deals you can win right back and you can yeah exactly Even, there's ways to, to make money without really playing poker with yeah. the system it's easier in person that. in my opinion it's easier oh absolutely I, I, you can't yes absolutely I fucking hate playing online poker for yeah. actual money yeah. those 25 cent tournaments and there's 
10,000 people or whatever, it's like, yeah. okay, well, I got six hours to wait. I yeah. guess I'll just do this and maybe I'll fucking end up in the bubble somehow. Yeah. But playing, yeah, I can't I can't play online to make money or anything. People play like idiots. As yeah. soon as you're real life, all of a sudden there's consequences and people are looking at their stat getting small, well, then their shit changes, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, um, so what do you got on your hand there? You got a tattoo on your hand as well. I was going to ask you about some of your tattoos. What do you think? Oh, this cool. is uh, Hold Fast. Oh, cool. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I got that many moons ago. Cool. Uh, and that was like a uh, thing sailors used to get tattooed on their fucking hands to get them to like hold on to rigging during big storms, you know, so you wouldn't get washed overboard. The idea was to hold fast to your rigging so you oh, don't get washed well, over. That's it. where that phrase comes from. Here. Okay, hold on. Let me yeah. get to my. We've got <laughs> lots of good stuff here. Wandering. I'm trying to. You're good at filling filling blank space, which I am not good at. So that's great. But let me just try to remember because I had 14 good things I was going to ask you throughout that, and I forgot a few of them. Oh, not at all. Okay, Go ahead, cool. do whatever you want. Cool. Um. So I wanted to do... Do you know what word association is? Okay, sure. so I wanted to do that with you a little bit. Uh, Look, at, I get that you're more educated than me and all, but come on. Come on. <laughs> no, it's, I find that some funny shit comes out of that. Um, so, yeah. Fuck. Uh, what do we got here? So, uh, yeah, I guess I was going to ask you about some of your other hobbies other than, you know, motorcycles, tattoos, punk rock. Do you have any other hobbies? Uh, uh, smoke, smoking weed, you know, yeah, on the occasion. I do greatly enjoy smoking weed. Yeah. Um, well, snowboarding, yeah, I've been doing snowboarding. I've been a snowboarder for 20 years now, and I yeah. got my my ski instructor shit last year, so I could do it. And that, um, I don't get on another tangent here, but I had an incredibly great story that I actually haven't told on any other podcast okay. before about exactly that. Yeah. My last season of working out at Wapiti, I'd uh, become a, a ski instructor, and I'd never really skied before. Kind of learned that weekend, so we could do it, you know, because we were short for filling the class. Okay. Fuck whatever. Yeah. yeah. So. I uh, reluctantly would take ski lessons throughout the year because yeah, I was yeah. much more yeah. comfortable on the yeah. board. Yeah. And uh, so as I'm doing the year, there's this kid uh, keeps coming out from Saskatoon, Harrison. If you're, uh, imagine he's not listening. You think he's uh, fucking old, is he? Maybe six, maybe turned seven now. Yeah. Okay. He's probably not listening, but okay. cool kid. Mom brought him out all the time, and I take him out. And beginning of the season, like he was just kind of learning. And by the end of the season, he could drink. Like any run he wanted to go down, he could go down comfortably. And he, he just Oh, and he just was loving it, right? Well, and we had a lot of lessons. I mean, so we got to really build on stuff that he'd worked on previously. Was a lot of times you only get one or two lessons even in a season. You don't really get to go back and then refine what you've worked on and then build on it. You kind of just do what you've been taught and yeah. get kind of good or even great at that. But you don't yeah. really get above that unless you're riding the people that progress you or you go back to another fucking lesson and somebody shows you something different, right? Yeah. And when you're six and seven, eight, nine, ten, that's the perfect time to do that stuff. Totally. So totally. this kid, cool as shit, and. Uh, then to teach him how to snowboard throughout the season. Well, then I get this uh, other buddy, uh, Roger. He comes out, and he's in his 60s, and uh, he'd never skied, and he wanted to learn. He went when he was like 15 and broke his leg, okay. but his uh, grandkids are really into skiing, and he wanted something he could do with them since his wife died because they couldn't go and do all the things they wanted to, and she just passed away the year previous, and okay. I'm like, oh, fuck, okay, I get it. Well, and, and I ended up with him because one of the other girls didn't want to take him because they're like, it was like, Middle of the afternoon, and usually lessons are kind of done by then, and we're all kind of relaxing. And she's like, "Oh God, this guy's so old. Like, what are we going to talk about? What dinosaurs were like?" And I'm like, yeah, "Okay, I get it. I'll take him. I'll take him. You know." So take him out, and he's like, "Explains to me before we go out. He's got all brand new equipment. He'd spent three days kind of already doing work before he was coming out here for his three days, where he'd come out previously just to kind of scope it out, see what the place was like, because he lived in Prince Albert, yep. and then he didn't want to kind of make the drive, so he got a place in." Melfort, where he could stay at, was only about 20 minutes, half hour away, and then he could drive back and forth, and for three days he was going to learn how to ski. So he comes out on the first day, and I'm like, dude, we're going to do this, right? He'd, he'd been watching YouTube videos, he knew the lingo, he knew, like, he was, uh, he'd was he been scuba diving, seemed athletic, we get him to the top of the bunny hill, just eats shit for 45 minutes. 
can't get down. He would stand up and he'd flop over backwards. And he, I'd get him up, and he was a big dude, man. Like, uh, probably weighed at least as much as I do, and he was good, probably four or five inches taller than me. Oh, yeah. And so I'm just getting tired of picking him up eventually, right? So finally we get down to the bottom of the bunny hill. And he's like, I don't know if I can do this. And I'm like, no, I know you can do this. So we'll just, we'll take him there. We'll go and chill out on the deck for a bit. So I sat with him for a bit. I didn't have anything to do for the rest of the afternoon. So I was like, we're just going to keep this lesson going. So yep. I'm going to get you going until I get you down to bunny hill. And then we'll get you sorted out from there. Yep. So we, we wait for about a half hour, get him back up there and bullshit the whole time and learn his life story. And then we go and finally get a little lap down the bunny hill and he gets it so he can do it. And he's just stoked, right? So he's like, okay, well, I'm coming back out tomorrow. Let's do another lesson tomorrow. I said, okay. So let's do that, but let's do it in the afternoon. I said, when you come back out, this is a fucking long story. I'm such an idiot. The point of it is way at the end of this. Oh, fuck. Fast forward, Dusty. I ended up teaching this old guy how to ski in like three days, and he was really fucking excited about it. And, and by the end, he was really ripping. So end of the season comes around. Harrison comes out for the day. Take him out for a lesson in the morning. Yeah. Comes back in the afternoon. His mom's here. I want to take him out for another lesson. I go, well, there's no point. I just taught him a bunch of shit in the morning. He hasn't learned that yet. It's just chill on it. And she goes, well, no, he just kind of wants to hang out with you and go for a ride. I got to figure out where the story's going. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Kay. So then I'm like, okay, well, I'll fucking, uh, I'll just take him for some rips then because I'm going for a ride anyway. So we ripped down to the down to the chair and we're waiting. And it's a real busy day. And well, who the fuck do I see in line? We end up getting paired up with is Roger. So it's Harrison on the left, me in the middle, Roger on the right, and we're riding up the chairlift. And you guys can fucking hear how I talk nonstop all the goddamn time. These dudes... Harrison's six, and, and, and Roger's 66, and I'm 36 at the time, which yep. I thought was kind of trippy. Yeah, and yeah. they're talking over top of me about their experience, about the runs they liked and which ones they were going to do, and oh. well, how was snowboarding compared to skiing, and what was this. And I'm yep. just like, kind of fucking made this happen. You know, nice, these guys man. are 60 years apart yeah. in age, and they got this Amazing. thing in common. That, and one of them is going to do it for a very fucking long period of time, because yeah. once you start, you're like, well, yeah. I mean... I just rode with somebody who was just about 70 when I was 6 yeah. years old. I know you can keep doing it. You can right? keep doing it. Golf is better for that. But, but <laughs> yeah, a little more longevity yeah, for yeah. sure. Less I, you know where plans. I thought you were going to go with it, which would have been a good thing to lie about next time you tell the story, is just say that he was his grandpa and that he was learning oh, to, to, to snowboard so that he could go snowboarding with his son and then they ended up meeting at the hill accidentally. That would have been amazing. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. But <laughs> they didn't realize it and then they just see each other. I haven't seen you in years. Yeah, yeah, grandfather? Exactly. Uh, something like that. I don't know. Yeah, no, I said I couldn't see you anymore. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. No, and then he kidnaps him, and I look like an asshole because <laughs> I put him together. Like, no, there was a fucking reason yeah, you had to grab a bad touch. Then you got to testify in court. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, again. Okay. Yeah. Another another chairlift related yeah. testimony. Yeah, totally, totally. Okay, <laughs> so, so a few more, so a few more topics I want to touch on. Drugs. You for them or against them? Obviously, obviously weed. What about cocaine? What about uh, other drugs? Do you believe in legalization of drugs? Uh, I do, honestly. Like, I think. I, well, I. I I don't even have opinions on this. Most of the, the science is out there. Any place that decriminalizes generally has much better results than people that continue to criminalize. That's yeah. just how it works. Yeah. And I think that as much as the addicts I are going like to find the drugs, whether that's they're, it. Whether and they're I, illegal I or think not. Uh, as much as I don't like more government involvement and in fucking everything, I mean having someone overseeing it that is accountable eventually to either voters or taxpayers or fucking however the whole system works yeah. is still better than some dude who's just in there to profit off it and doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. You know. So and and I mean. Yeah, you, you start making it so it, so it's legal and people can manufacture it and sell it in drugstores like you do anything else, then, yeah. yeah I feel like the same way. That's what you um, do. Uh, and, I mean, anything comes out of the ground, in all honesty, I'm kind of like, oh. I agree with that, man. Uh, mushrooms? Marijuana. Mushrooms. Drink some ayahuasca. Go do that yeah, shit. Ayahuasca. Change your, change your fucking perspective. Yeah, absolutely. Man, so many people need that. I wish... I wish I need it on a regular basis, honestly. Yeah. Fair enough. I don't need it on a regular basis, but it changed my life when it happened. And every five years or so, it's a good reminder. Yeah, it's a good reminder. You. Mushrooms. <laughs> you you put you put a few of those little plants in you, and you remember that 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 life. You know, life doesn't go on forever. Um, you know, these things show you 
the fragility of life, and uh, that's really what what opens up your eyes. And it and it, uh, I'm okay. And it uh, and it it cuts a lot of the ego, because that was what my biggest problem was growing up, uh, was competitiveness and ego. Mm. And once I overcame that, I, it was the sky's the limit. Interesting. And uh, yeah. yeah, you know what? Okay, and that's that is interesting because I I. I didn't know that I ever felt ego was a big issue, but perspective was a thing for me. Like I, perspective. I, you got to be able to see I, things from other perspectives. That's it. And I frequently would misunderstand what other people were feeling yeah. in me. You know what and I mean? And you wouldn't even realize you were misunderstanding while you were misunderstanding. Yeah. That's yeah. one of the bigger problems. And, and a lot of it was positive. A lot of it was I didn't see the positive that a lot of people saw. You know what I mean? Like, ah, my, what I got to say isn't worth nothing. My time's not worth nothing. You know, like that's how I kind of thought of stuff. And then when I engage in places where that is a value people fucking respond to it and they're like oh, okay yeah. I get that there's totally. there's something about that that, yeah. that people do appreciate it yeah. you know were you uh in Carrot River was there much religion there uh we, we had some churches and like uh it was well I mean we did have like Mennonite community no 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 my mom she tried when we were little kids to, like, did you say Mennonite was, I thought you yeah there was like oh, Mennonite yeah. uh, community my, uh, and, uh, my mom is Mennonite not my not my biological mom okay but have you seen any other podcasts yet I well I did tune into two of them I can't remember well, it was a really early one though, and you mentioned the fire a bunch. Yeah, yeah. One of my yeah, one of my parents is a Mennonite. Um, I, you know, interesting, interesting shit. Yeah. Well, so, I'm just so, saying. So you're yeah. not Mennonite though. No, no, I never practiced any sort of religion. We went to Sunday school when we were little kids for Sunday a couple years, yeah. and kind of learned the the ins and outs of it. Yeah. And then, but I had buddies who were you know full blown Catholic and yep. did did the whole spiel. I don't cool. know what the parts are called, but they did all the parts of it. Yeah. <laughs> they did all the parts of being Catholic. Yeah. So what's your uh, what was your first tattoo? Oh, oh, this is a terrible tattoo. Oh, it's you a, don't have to like show it's it around. Uh, it's, well, I, I could, but it's yeah, it's uh, it's a uh, let's take all my blouses off. It <laughs> is a uh, it is a Celtic knot yeah. of a green dragon. Oh, okay. Celtic. What's a Celtic doesn't, knot? Doesn't mean a Celtic. Uh, like kind of like if you picture like an Irish knot. Yeah. You know, like you know, the, the braided crosses and shit like oh, that. Oh yeah, 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 Kind yeah. of twisty turning. Gotcha. That was what it was described as: Celtic hmm. knot of a serpent, and uh, it was the one thing. It was. It's actually kind of funny story. Uh, it was uh, day before uh, Y2K, so like December fucking 31st or whatever, 1999. I'm in. I uh, have a story from Y2K as well. Uh, it was my graduation year because I graduated in 2000. I was in grade three. There we go, right on. Uh, oh, <laughs> I, have, I have shit stories from every uh, for every podcast. When I, you know what happened <laughs> to my wife? I'll just tell you the, the, yeah, the, a punchline of my story. I, I shit my pants again. I went to the bathroom I, and I went <laughs> to go. So this is what I do when I was in grade three, when I was a kid at uh, St. Dominic's uh, Elementary School in Montgomery here in Saskatoon. I wouldn't want to sit on the toilet, so I would squat above the toilet, and this time I happened to miss. And I ended up having to miss the Y2K party at our school because yeah. I, because I ran away and I didn't admit that. And I had a bit of a feud with the janitor at the school because I would do all kinds of pranks and stuff, and he didn't like me. I'd climb up onto the school roof, and um, he's gonna think you did that shit on purpose, Mr. Hey? Davies. You you, yep. you stepped it up and knocked on me, boy. Exactly. Like he's shit, yeah, he's shit nonstop. He's shit nonstop. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, Mr. Davies, shout out to you there, buddy. Uh, uh, I, we, we had a feud, but I know we liked each other at the end of the day. Even when you picked me up against the wall, I knew you were just joking. Uh, yeah. You know, that, you wouldn't get, like that's friendly, funny. Friendly you wouldn't get away with that today, though, Ooh. would you? That's the funny thing. I, I remember some of my teachers being very physical with he me. Would joke, he would joke. across the Oh, classroom. man, just, you can't be soft, though. Yeah. Like, well, as long, in my opinion, as long as you're not <laughs> sexually, as long as it's not yeah. a sexual thing. As long as there's no penetration, right? 
don't like yeah man <laughs> chill out yeah so um <laughs> what's your favorite beer every once in a while yeah <laughs> actually original 16 that's my original fucking go-to that's or, or if, uh, if, I, if i can't get that uh it's on tap it's cold as fuck is it just coors light coors light if it's cold if it's at at peak cold coors light is amazing it is amazing fuck yeah great western i love great western here it's pretty much it's pretty good beer yeah. Um, so what's what's they, another good so beer? So with your with your math tricks, did you also learn mind manipulation at the same time you just taught Fuck. me to have a beer? Well, right? I don't know, man. What's your favorite beer? Wouldn't a crisp cold one just <laughs> cruising across your lips be something you'd love right now? Oh. Well, I don't know. I, some people said I could control minds with poker. Yeah. I was pretty good at poker. Good. But, uh, I also have some bad experience with poker. What's that? Maybe that's your superpower. Maybe, maybe. We had a, I had a discussion with a buddy of mine about this. He was like, you guys should talk about real-life X-Men on your podcast. And I was oh like, yeah. uh, cool. Any examples? You know, I don't know what you're talking about. He's like, no, like people you know that got kind of like superpowers, you know? And, and you would be a superhero where my superpower is I can't gain weight. Your superpower is you can't keep weight off. And then we combine and we <laughs> yeah. turn into an actual superhero. Yeah, that would be nice. Yeah, you could ride me around a little bit. Yeah. We, just, we turn into two people. And yeah. Then we're, uh, then we're not, we're not fat or just skinny. folds into yeah. it, eh? We turn yeah. into a proper like weight exoskeleton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, I know you. G- <laughs> I know you guys. Uh, one of the episodes I thought I, I watched, you guys were talking about meditation, which mm-hmm. I think is a big part of a healthy lifestyle. Uh, do you? Does it? Is it mostly Pat who does that, or do you do any yoga or any type of meditation? I, I do meditate. Or yeah. I guess yeah. punk rock, kind of how you meditate. Well, it's interesting you say that uh, because it's. I, I think yeah, I think the concept of meditation or that same state you get to, you can achieve in a lot of different ways. Absolutely. So going to the gym. Absolutely. Hitting the fucking punching bag, Absolutely. listening to music, going for a drive. You know, yeah, like people don't realize that. They, they think it's hard. They think exercise time. is hard, but it's it's not. You, you find sanctuary in, in yeah. the pain a little bit. Sure. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, well, and, and I mean, find something that works for you. There's, yeah. there's levels Different of for activity. Everybody. Some people like to draw. Everybody. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Like my sister. Yeah, she likes to draw. Do you have any siblings? I do. I do. Well, yeah, I do. I, uh, I have a brother, Marshall. He actually lives here in Saskatoon. And, uh, He's a fucking tech genius. How old were you when you moved to Saskatoon? Uh, first time I was 17. 17. Yeah. Cool. Moved here and then fucking, uh, oh yeah, because when we went for our tattoos in, in 1999, I was still not even 18 years old at the time. Mm. And, uh, yeah, because I was only 17. Yeah, it's a pretty, pretty sneaky one there. Mm. But when you're getting tattooed in the grad door and nobody else gives a fuck. Yeah. So you just like the, you like the, uh, uh sorry, the I do, sorry, I do have another brother, Matthew, uh, but he passed yeah. away last year. Oh, okay, okay. Um, um, when you when you get a tattoo, so I assume you have a tattoo for Matthew. Not yet. Not yet. Well, it's actually funny. We actually have sort of matching tattoos because uh, uh, this is kind of funny story. He phones me up for one day, and uh, and he had lots of fucking tattoos. And I've got one that I got on a tour one time. It was just like the traditional kind of you know ship's anchor with the the banner that says any port in a storm. You know, because uh, on tour. From Goodwill Hunting. And, you know, double entendres of the fucking union. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And, uh, and that's, you know, just kind of an old traditional kind of thing. I thought that was great, so I'm going to get that, right? So I got it, and then a couple years later, my brother phones me. You have any port in the storm on your body? Yeah. Ah! Yeah. Awesome, man. Yeah, yeah. Cool. I love well, that Well, I've always had a fucking affinity for sailor shit. I learned how yeah. to sail when oh, I was yeah, in high I guess school. Oh, yeah, I so. A buddy of mine, his grandpa had a sailboat, and then so he taught us how to fucking sail, and we would go and ripping around on it every single oh, time. Oh, man. Fuck, this is something that's I made in a previous life. There's I no, no, barely any uh, electricity needed, too. You know, you're using the using the wind, yeah, using man. nature. That's what's really, really cool about it, is it's a dynamic sport, but, you know, you, you don't have to use any any Oh, and it's money. so satisfying. It's yep. so satisfying when yeah, you I get bet. it fully engaged. and you're Never done it. My cousin Jason has a sailboat, but I... Uh, you know, I went out with him once, but I, I wouldn't, I didn't consider it sailing. We were just kind of, uh, what do you call it, like, trolling around with his little 
Ocean. Some of them have a little electric yeah. on there. Yeah. There wasn't, Most a, of them wasn't the right wind. in and a marina and shit because yeah. if you just relied on wind to get exactly. out of a dock, you're kind of stuck. Exactly. Yeah. Paddle, yeah. So we, did, we didn't have enough wind that day, so, you know. Yeah. No, if you ever get a chance, go out and... Fuck, what are you doing right now? I'm another one. Anyway, let's talk about the tattoos first. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, because uh, so Matthew phones me. He's like, hey, you know that any port in the... Any, any port... No, he said, you know that... I'm looking for a fucking tattoo on my hand, and I want to get a big anchor across the back of them that goes across both. And he goes, and I was thinking about getting that uh, any any storm... Fuck, why can't I spit this out? Any port in the storm. Mine says any port in a storm. He wanted any storm, storm in a in port. Storm. And I was like, no, that's well, wrong. It's, it's any port in a storm. And he goes, well, no, I'm more of a storm in every port kind of guy. <laughs> and I was like, that fucking is Fuck? absolutely couldn't yeah. be more accurate. So I yeah, by that, all man. means, get a storm in every port. So that's, that's what he got awesome. instead of any port in a storm. Because he, he was a fucking, he was a storm in every port. So for sure. Yeah, he oh. was an exciting guy. Lots, oh. of, lots of energy. Always, always in the mischief. Always into mischief. He was cool. a shit magnet. Like, you know, like you, you frequently shit your pants. He was someone who would, <laughs> who would, he would frequently, like, he would just walk into a room yeah. and, like, he he wouldn't even know anybody there. And someone would be like, that guy, that's the guy I'm going to fight. And he'd be like, fucking how? Why you know, are you like, by me? Yeah, but it, it, yeah, it would just yeah. continue to happen for him. But, cool. yeah, he was always fun. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm, an, I'm an addict of everything that I do. Uh, are you addicted to anything? Uh, I, yeah, absolutely. I think, I think uh, anything that I ever get passionate about, I kind of get a little addicted to, right? Like, and I mean, then the addiction wanes, you know? Like, with snowboarding, it was like, when I was younger, I just, all I wanted was just every magazine, I didn't know all the equipment, everything, blah, 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 all the fucking time. And then now, it's like, it'll wane, and then I'll get back into it when the season comes around, and all of a sudden, it looks like, ah, this is kind of all I fucking want to do all the time, or bikes, yeah. or being in a band, you know? Like, Keeping yourself not, not jamming for a while, and all of a sudden, you start playing music again, and yeah. it's fucking addicting, you know? Mm-hmm. That sensation of creation mm-hmm. with other people. Even yeah. doing this, like, yeah. our initial plan when we first started, when we did our first one, well, m- when we talked about it, was like, well, maybe we'll do podcast four of them. Yeah, right, sorry, yeah, podcast. Show, yeah. 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 Um, maybe we do four of them, and then we'll release the first one, you know? Because then maybe we kind of got to figure it out, like, yep. how to get shit sounding good. Make sure they're not And then when we yeah. did the first one. Like, like my first four. Oh, N- anybody who's listening, don't listen to anything before five. <laughs> well, I couldn't agree more with ours, because it's like, I'm still, like, the last one, I was like, oh, that went great. We had a guest, everything was smooth. Then I listened to it, I'm like, I can only hear it out of one fucking side. There's this oh, weird popping noise. Yeah. God damn it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I loved your joke. Yeah, you made a funny, funny joke on one ear. Oh, was that? That was your podcast, I think. You posted it, and you said, with a guest of, 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 of a noise. Of oh, a now, buzzing it's a, noise? now it's a background fan noise. That was Pat. Yeah, yeah it was special guest. Pat. Background fan noise. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, you had me screaming. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. fuck. I think that shit's funny when you when you have, like, obvious flaws and so like that, and you just kind of own it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, if you, you gotta double down. You got like, a du- fucking tumor on your face and you try to talk around yeah. it, like, you gotta everybody's double. looking at it, you know? I store my extra brain in here. Yeah, you got you gotta Yeah, you gotta double down. Yeah. Yeah, double down. That's a message to anybody out there. Do you, uh, yeah. What else? Um, it's fucking crazy out there in the world right now with all this like social unrest. It's absolutely crazy. Oh, let's do that word. Well, I think it's all, I think it's always existed. It's just uh, yeah, people are not tied to jobs that kept them wage slaves, so they can actually yeah. go and say something. What the inf- well, information has been becoming more and more prevalent, you know, because of social media. More and more people have access to it. Just like the Bible, you know, first only the clergy could read it, and then all of a sudden the regular people read it, and then everybody learn this, that, and the other. It's the same kind of thing with the internet and, and all the availability of that information. It's creating a new age with everybody having all the information at once. Politicians can't get away with what they could get away with before. Those types of things. Yep. Um, so anyway, let's do this word association. I just got a couple. Normally I do 20. I just want to see what comes out. So the trick is, you say you say what comes to your mind <laughs> right away. 
Okay, even if you don't want to say it, you say what comes to mind. All right. All right, motor. Penis. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No. As soon as you say that, I'm like, I'm only going to say penis. It doesn't matter what you say. I'm going to say penis. Nice. Nice. None of his words. Okay. Okay. Hey, you're not looking uh, at that him. Really, that you? really made me. Yeah, yeah. Actually, uh, uh, I shall, it's upside down. I like to read his penis. Yeah. Penis. <laughs> one of the one, one of the words on my word quotation. <laughs> penis. That big Rorschach of a penis you've got. There. Okay, here we go. Band. Uh, money. Loss of is what I should have said. Comfort. Uh, couch. Sorrel. Sorrel. Matthews. Race. Car. White. Blue supremacist. Blue lives matter too. That's the that's, no, I'm fucking that's, no. That's that eh, movement with the eh, blue thing. Yeah, I totally. know, I get it. It's, yeah, fuck. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> okay, 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 age. Uh, cheese. Love a good, I, get, I love a good aged cheese. Line. Oh, sorry, lime? Line. Line in the sand. In the sand. Black. I'm actually just picturing blackness now. Since you said that, all I could picture was dark. Okay, fuck and blackness. Fair enough, man. Well, right, and that's kind of how I feel. It's like, yeah. you know, what, what about black people? I'm like, fuck. Where do you start? Yeah. Where Where do you end? You know, like, you I don't know, man. Fucking be better to everybody. Stop, stop fucking acting like it's there's some sort of fucking agenda or people are trying to get more than you got or whatever it is. Just start being better. Start yeah. considering it as fucking people, man. It's fucking outrageous. Yeah, I yeah, it drives me nuts. The Okay. Bums me Fair enough, man. Yeah, that's coming up. This morning Honestly, yeah, that political stuff. I've been getting into it too much like, because. Uh, well, sorry, and, and just and, and not even political, sad. like race. Uh, like again, uh, on the last podcast we had, I mentioned we had a comedian on Sean Cuthan, and I don't think he's Sean Conahan or Cuthan. Cuthan. C U T H A N D. Okay, sorry. Like, yeah, because he's, he's a native dude, right? So cool, cool. Cuthan is yeah. what it sounds like. Wolverine yeah. is Wolverine. Have you ever right? seen the movie Indian Horse? It's a hockey movie. I just watched it yesterday. Oh, Anybody the out there? Movie. The kid from the residential school. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And that's why I didn't want. That shit just breaks my heart. Like oh. I mean, I feel like I, I, it's, it's definitely a great story to be told there. I'm sure, but I'm just like all, all I can picture is the atrocity of it. I'm like it's like watching a movie about the Holocaust to me. You know, I'm like okay, sure, lots of value in it, but I just it's so heavy, and I I'm, I'm sure other people out there need to know the story, but I'm like I'm, I kind of know I know what it is, and yeah. I I I already appreciate the fucking value, and I don't need to see a movie about it, but other people do. Other people should watch yeah. that shit. Yeah, right? young people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and and fucking people older than me, the same age as me, just never engaged with it. Never, never had friends of a different race or anything like that. You know, because I mean, growing up in a small town, I didn't, I didn't have friends of another race at all until I was in my twenties. Yeah. You know, and it wasn't like intentional. It was just yeah. again yeah. through music and being in the scene and shit. And even the white people, and even and even the let's say the white people that you meet in a small town too, they're typically conservative. You know, they marry somebody from their small town, that type of thing. Yeah. So. You're not going to see yeah, a whole lot of diversity, on. even on even if there's your town is primarily a single race. You're not going to see a lot of diversity, even in that single race. Whereas in a bigger city, you might see that, and that would that would help. Well, and, and it's not to say that those places places are necessarily full of prejudice or racism. It's not, just yeah. there's just not understanding. Yeah. You know, there's yeah, not there's not, not, not there's not connectivity with it. Not you know, people. like you can you can I not so not I an internet connect, not good enough internet connection <laughs> right. because that's where all the information is these days. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I mean, and, and again, if you haven't been like again, so we had Sean on the other day. And he's native, and we were we were talking race a bit, you know, kind of talking about you know being treated poorly by the police or whatever. Okay. And he'd even said he's like, well, no, I don't really have any 
major instances that I can think of off the top of my head. He says, you know, like I've been carded a few times and pulled over for no reason. Yeah. He's like, but it wasn't anything yeah. big. I didn't feel like I was strapped. Yeah. And I was like, okay, cool. That's that's good that you had that experience. Yeah. Whereas myself, like I felt like I I grew up in a small town. I got pulled over three times in one evening. You know what I mean? Like yeah, that's, that's possible. Like, yeah. Small town cops, you know yeah, I mean? they can do that. But, but I mean, I that's, what else? What else are we doing though? You know, like they know we're up to something, so they didn't yeah, catch us eventually. In my case, you know. But sorry, where I'm going with this with Sean was we had that conversation. Not 20 minutes later, he's like he's leaving the podcast, driving to work, and he's behind a police cruiser and they're at uh, at a light and it turns green and maybe the dude was on his computer or whatever it was but he wasn't moving so Sean gives him a little honk so they drive through he pulls over lets Sean go around then pulls him over and gives him a ticket for stunting right or attempted to or however fuck it all played out I mean Sean talked about it on his Facebook thing afterwards we talked about it a bit but it's like you know I, I yeah yeah, that's something already. He's like, no, it hasn't really happened. I'm like, okay, yeah. give it to the end of the afternoon. Well, at least he, yeah. That's just, just, he said well, it out loud. At least he hasn't been injured or anything like that. Yeah. yeah it's, well, it's, I know, it's, and, it's, I, and I legitimately do know people that were. Even in my small town in the 90s, I know of a native guy from the next town over that got fucking worked over by the cops. Yeah. And, like, in handcuffs in jail. You know, like, it, 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 it happens. Being a it cop happens. Is Everybody so hard, thinks you know? it doesn't happen, it yeah. happens. Oh, yeah. fuck! I would never, I would you never consider it You think the cops here in Canada here. should start wearing body cams? Because they don't. I think accountability for everybody is. I think I think dentists should fucking wear body cams. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Any, I think teachers should have body cams. I think there should be more accountability for everybody, right? Yeah. Why not? Teachers. Fuck work, yeah. You know? Fuck yeah. Why wouldn't they? You know. And I, I mean, I'm not trying to be hard on teachers. I'm just saying anybody yeah. who's in a position of authority, yeah. there should be people keeping a fucking eye on you yeah. and making sure what you're doing is. It's is not hard. Like it's supposed to be done. It's not hard to take videos these days. There's yeah. a video camera on every. Oh, I have no problem with that. And yeah. and again, if you're on the up and up and you're doing it right, then. What's the problem, right? And and I get that we're all human, but then I mean, fucking make some make some changes so these people don't have to work so fucking much. Maybe you know maybe these long shifts aren't the way to fucking do it. You know, yeah. like maybe maybe there's some way to change the whole the whole lifestyle around what being a police officer is, so that it isn't such a detachment from the community. Because I actually had a buddy of mine one time that I worked with that was he was uh, wanted to get into the RCMP and he tried a couple times and he couldn't. And he was really depressed about it. And he was at the bar one day and he was talking to this guy about it. And the guy's like, he's like, okay, so you want to really, really want to be a cop? He's like, yeah. He says, well, who are cops friends with? And he goes, well, he's like, other cops. He says, because as soon as you, as soon as you become a cop, well, then you kind of get detached from everybody else you are because they pull back. And I've seen it with, I had a buddy who uh, was in a fucking uh, excellent drummer was in the one of the bands that I was in for a bit, but he was in before me. Okay. He became a cop in Saskatoon, and I even saw it with him, where, like, he was the same fucking dude he always was. I would run into him, still love the guy, give him a hug, fucking, that's my buddy. Yep. But a lot of the other guys he hung with were not comfortable with him anymore, because they smoked weed, and it wasn't legal yet, and, oh. and you know, and they were still kind of doing what they do, yeah. so they didn't know, they didn't they didn't want to make him uncomfortable by being how they were, but they did still didn't want to change, yeah. you know what I mean? So they just what? disengaged. So it wasn't like an intentional, oh, you're a cop, I'm not going to talk to you. It was like, well, no. We all kind of become uncomfortable because well, it's like, well, how yeah. much stuff can I do around you, exactly. and how much are totally. you okay with seeing? Yeah. And and he was cool as fuck. Like yeah, I got, I've heard all. I'm not. I'm so glad I'm not saying any names. People can figure this out if they know me. But I know <laughs> oh. stories of him like pulling up to fucking uh, uh, parties at fucking small towns afterwards that he grew up in, and fucking like shooting a 12 gauge out the top of the yeah. car because it's hillbilly fucking yeah. country. And you well, don't worry about it. that because nobody listens to yeah. this anyway. <laughs> God, I hope so. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, no, I'm kidding. So uh, uh, I was gonna. Oh shit! I had it and I forgot it. Oh, uh, oh, fuck. Shit, dude. I, I was going to ask you.
a good question. I, I lost. But anyways, I think you can kind of change that so it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't have to be to continue to be this social divide outside of this already existing divide between a person in uniform and someone just walking down the street, right? Yeah. If it's more in community, and I mean, maybe it's not like that for all cops. I guess I, I don't. I don't have that wealth of knowledge. I just that's been my experience and what I've yeah. seen and why I feel would probably be the case. You know, yeah. once I you get you into a group like that, especially, it's hard to. It's hard to even want to be outside of it because how yeah. you talk shop or connect with other people too, yeah. right? Yeah. It'd be tough. It'd be like being a plumber. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. You want to talk shop, you got to talk to other plumbers. Nobody else wants to hear that shit. Yeah, totally, totally. No, another job I wouldn't want to do. I know, right? Let's just list jobs we don't want. <laughs> I basically, I basically am a fancy plumber. Like that, I'm a civil engineer. I guess, eh? That's a fancy plumber. A fancy yeah, plumber. it's a fancy plumber, man. Um. So yeah, good times. Uh, um, you ever chewed tobacco? Uh, tried it once, didn't care for it. So yeah. Tried it once, didn't care for yeah, it. Yeah, never smoked cigarettes either. Hey, that's good. Never, never a fan. Me neither. Everybody else around me. Yeah. Sometimes when I'm in Vegas, I'll, 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 just as a joke, I'll have a few. Yeah. No, a cigar every once in a while. Cigars, but it's about as good. Smoke as much weed as I do, but I still have like a very How sensitive much do you throat. <laughs> Sorry, and what was that? I have still a very sensitive throat, so every oh. time I smoke a cigar, it, it makes my throat tickle, and yeah. then I they shouldn't up. be touching your throat. And then uh, you're smoking a cigar, should stay in your mouth and well, out. Then I'm doing it wrong. Once yeah, again, yeah, like everything else. Don't inhale. Life. Don't inhale. So, uh, <laughs> well, anyway, I'm, I'm not a don't inhale kind of guy. Oh, right? there you go. There you go. <laughs> uh, so how much? Uh, uh, give me your regimen. Uh, what do you need? Sure. Yeah, let's uh, let's take a quick. Just take a quick pause here. Let's take a quick pause. I want to have a hoop too. Oh sure. Yeah. It'll two, two minute break. I gotta take a piss. We'll have a quick break and I'll have a hoop too. We'll come right back to it. Yeah. Oh. Need some of this? Uh, no, I'm good. I was just gonna fucking oh, dump. No, it's all okay. I was just gonna dump my Yeah, hand just, hand just put her on. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Oh. This is fun, man. Yeah, and I, by the way, I edit everything, so That's anything cool. you think of, I can edit it out at any Honestly, point. Honestly, as long as it doesn't seem weird and awkward, then I'm, I'm down. Yep. No, it hasn't been. <laughs> Not as bad as my other ones. No, I don't think it's said anything. Penis. <laughs> Dude, that was a good one. Oh, <laughs> uh, fuck. So yeah, see, like, and that's part of doing this podcast, too, is I want to get into fucking stand-up, and I think this would be a good way to do it by just... Talking to more people and exactly trying to make people laugh. Well, that was part of dealing with my depression too. Was like like I want to make people fucking laugh because I used to love doing that when I was a kid. Me too. And then as I got older and got more fucking jaded and shit, it was like it wasn't this part of it as much. And now I'm like. Thanks for listening. And any questions or concerns for the show, as well as voice recordings and voice messages that you'd like us to listen to, or advertisement inquiries, please forward those along to Canadian Talk with Stefan at gmail.com. Thanks. We also have a website, stephanjackson.ca, where you can find a back catalog of all our episodes, and we're also on YouTube, where you can find the video versions. Canadian Talk.